So welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show, which is brought to you by Shredmate, the world's number one eight-week transformation program, currently available for only £47, link below the podcast. Today's podcast, we have got um, a great friend and fellow awesome coach, strongman competitor, former physique competitor, might come back to physique stage one day, uh, Wade Foster, who's another local Surrey lad and also runs a podcast, uh, Beers and Biceps, which goes into our topic today, which is going to be uh, fat loss and alcohol. Not saying you're an alcoholic, Wade, but it just seems like a good a good subject for the both of us. Uh, I, mean, so I think in, in the fitness industry, it's, uh, it's sort of one thing I'm, what I'm known for. I like to have a beer. So yeah, I'm happy to go into it. Thanks for having me on, buddy. It's a pleasure. So like briefly coming from obviously you came originally from a, a fitness like physique competing background who now is a strong man mm-hmm. so you're well aware of and obviously your own coaching clients in terms of the detriment that alcohol can have in terms of a fat loss phase mm-hmm. like in my opinion there's a lot of ways where people can mitigate some of the uh, effects of alcohol in terms of fat loss and be a bit more sensible in terms of their choices do you have a way that you personally have found to incorporate this like within your own regime so first, like alcohol is never going to help. Like that's that's the yeah. There's, there is there is no there is no benefit. It's like yeah, yes, a little bit with like calories and like refeeds with actual food, but like mm. there is no alcohol refeed. Like it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no, there's no there's there is no physical benefit from having alcohol. Like in a fat loss, muscle building in life, there's no physical benefit. Argument for psychological stress relief, a little bit here and there is potential there, but when. For someone like like yourself and I, right? When I go on a cut, when you go on a cut, I can I can cut alcohol out. Like it's not I'm not bound by it. Like I can cut it out. However, I do very much like a beer. And the majority of my clients, men, women between 25 and 40, same pretty similar to you, like to have a drink on the weekend. So there are ways, obviously, we can look to sort of get it in, get it in, but it's more the understanding. Like a lot of people like don't understand like, alcohol's toxic. Alcohol's a toxin. Yeah. Your body, your body, your body doesn't. You're literally like poisoning it. yourself. Yeah, like, and I don't get me wrong. I like a beer. I'm not saying like I'm not saying don't drink. So I like I like a drink, but like alcohol is, is toxic. It's it's bad for your body. So when you get alcohol in your system, a lot of your body systems shut down and stop to get rid of the alcohol. Right. So as soon as you start drinking, and alcohol enters enters your system. Muscle protein synthesis stops. Fat oxidation stops. Kind of the two big things you want to build a physique stop when alcohol is in your system. So if you do this a couple times a week or every weekend, you're limiting your potential to grow or, or maintain muscle mass or burn fat. So at the end of the day, like, it, like it's never going to help you, um, which is like, which is, it sucks because like it's good fun. Question for you. When you were... Uh... Oh, you um, can. Oh, sorry. You're breaking up a bit then. Oh, you can continue, sorry. Yeah. Um, the way you sort of best way of getting around it is understanding that. So the rule of thumb is like four or more, you're in trouble. Is this the way I do it? And I like it because it rhymes, right? Four or more, and you're starting to enter phases where muscle protein synthesis stops and fat, fat oxidation stops. One or two on a Friday or Saturday, you're probably going to be okay and you're going to get away with it as long as you're kind of sensible and you equate calories um but four or more is when you start actually sort of system starts stopping um so that's kind of the main approach i i tell people i was like ideally don't get drunk it's it's the truth it's very very basic i don't know why i just thought this reminds me when i was like 17 18 i used to train loads but i used to get absolutely plastered thursday friday saturday night and i i wonder why i never really made any progress 
and mm. I used to put so much effort into it and you, you look back now and you think Jesus if I knew what I know now like the the progress I could have made if I'd managed to get myself more aligned with my goals back then uh, is huge and I think that's one of those things that people don't take into account of they spend they focus so much on working out which is awesome but they actually forget like it's almost like a two to one ratio in my opinion you should focus twice as much effort on sleep recovery hydration digestion the foods you eat um than training because like reality is you spend I don't know, five to ten hours a week working out what, what are you do the rest of the week that's 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 what's gonna that's what's gonna happen do you know what i mean yeah i'll make completely completely and like with you probably hear this as well with kind of like the lifestyle people thursday's the new friday it's, so I'm drinking Friday. I'm drinking Saturday. I'm drinking Sunday, fun day. I'm drinking. Like I have a lot of clients who go through like a four day bit where they, where they'll drink. And I'm there going, okay, cool. There's not much I can do here. Like <laughs> if you're going to drink four days in a row, like there's not much I can do, but yeah, completely agree. When I was at uni, then my first three years out of uni, I managed bars. So I used to drink like three, four times a week, train five, six times a week, train more then than I did now. And like zero results because obviously like you're not making any progress with alcohol in your system. Um, so I feel one of the main things to do is just make, make people aware. Like alcohol is there. It's, it's in our lives. Um, and for a lot of people, it is a stress reliever. But understanding that, right, how can we potentially look to program your nutrition or program your training if you are going to drink on a Friday? What do you, what do, you do for guys if they, or guys or girls? If they're going to drink on a Friday, how do you mitigate their training? So what I always suggest is I would never weight train the day afterwards. Like it depends what, what context we talk about drinking here. We're talking about like you can have one or two gin and tonics or, or glasses of wine or something. It's fine. Like it's not realistic. It doesn't really make much difference in terms of training performance. It will have an effect, but not like life changing. But if you're going to go out and get like plastered, the last thing you want to be doing is weight training the next day. Like that is a recipe for disaster. So like from my side of things, my like almost recovery protocol for people, uh, is basically uh so in terms of training would be the next day just take it as a rest day but first thing in the morning do cardio and just try and sweat as much shit out of you as you can do and like don't do it first thing before you've eaten anything fasted drink tons and tons of cold water and i find that works really well to try and flush everything out and i also recommend um very heavily pushing water that day and also pumping electrolytes back in because i find people get very depleted of uh, sodium potassium from alcohols as a natural diuretic and people don't necessarily realize that and um, benefit of that like in more exciting times when we used to be able to go on holiday before coronavirus if you want to look really shredded before going on holiday or like before you hit the pool the pool the next day have have a bit of alcohol the night before to make a big 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 impact in terms of looking a lot leaner so that's highly effective um but that's why i look at in terms of the training aspect and in terms of nutrition i don't necessarily ask people to offset their calories from it i think that can lead to a big mm-hmm. issue with like almost like a, a debit credit society in terms of thoughts with calories so i'd rather they took that as their night off as it were and would just equate it into that's what you do within a week so you can either have that as a meal which i'd prefer or if you want to go out and have a few drinks but and not eat like a dickhead then that's fine um so that's generally my sort of thought process how i work with people uh, what about yourself with clients, Wade? Uh, training exactly the same. So that's the that's thing like, like definitely we need to touch on because um, a lot of people think, oh, I had a big session. I need to have, I, I went out the night before. I need to have a big training session the next day to make up. And you, you're putting yourself in a hole. Like it is one of, it's one of the worst things you can do. I said like, the body's not ready for it. 
So you're not going to make any progress in that session. You're just going to set yourself back. But like a lot of people have their mentality. Oh, I went out last night. So I need to have a big session the next day and just, just get out of my system. It's like, no, 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 no. You need to rest. Like cardio, 100%. Sweat out, get some cardio in. Kind of like try and burn some calories from formal cardio. But yeah, definitely don't wait train the next day. Completely agree. Um, Calorie-wise, very, very similar. It depends on depends on where they are in their, on, in their journey and stuff like that. So I... I do talk about like calorie borrowing and, and stuff like that. I know you kind of alluded it into your week. Okay. So I do have like um, a phrase um, it is you can borrow from Paul to pay Peter, which basically means like, say if I'm drinking an extra 500 calories on a Friday night, I can take 500 calories from Thursday to mitigate that. So I kind of do have a bit of a calorie, calorie borrowing scheme. If people are going to go over um, ideally I would be like on your day you would lower carbs lower fat intake on that on the day you're going to choose to drink um, but if not and if it is just like a, a last minute thought you, um, your partner invites you out for dinner and you, you're celebrating with a bottle of red or something like that it's out of hand what's that it's out of hand <laughs> yeah, exactly next thing you know you're, you're doing flaming sambuca and all that um, then then you can you can mitigate you can go right I, have, I don't know how many calories but I was X amount of calories over. At least if I take a couple of hundred calories out the next day, I, I should be back aligned and back on track. So I do, I very much like calorie borrowing. Um, it's one of my main techniques that I try and teach to try and get people to understand a bit more of a flexible, a flexible lifestyle that you can, if you do go over on one day, you can go under on the next day. Um, so I, don't, I, do use, I do use that principle quite a lot. Yeah, I found it's effective. But also going back quickly to what we talked about in terms of training after um, after a heavy session, I can remember the worst training session I think I can have in memory was I was actually with in my in Marbella with Mike, and we we're talking about things getting out of hand. We we're like, oh, let's have a glass of red wine with uh, with dinner, and like we had a glass of red wine. Like oh, that's really nice. Let's have another one. And then like two hours later, you were like five espresso martinis deep, and then it's getting well out of hand. Uh, the ne- next day, I, man- I managed to lock myself like in like my parents have like a house off their house in Spain. I managed to lock myself in there, lose the keys. It was, it was bad. I don't even know what happened. Um, so yes. So that being said, like one of the other reasons like I noticed personally from experiences like that is your nervous system takes such a hit from that in terms of sleep. Your sleep is like non-existent in terms of actual quality sleep. Um, so an, almost like the knock on effect on your nervous system. And so if you wear something like an aura ring, your HRV for like three to four days takes a massive whack. Mm. that shows it's almost like half a week in terms of recovery that's affected by three to four hours of like letting your hair down quote unquote mm. so i think it's uh it's very much being wary of the, the lock on like knock-on effects and i don't know if it's the same for you like for me i noticed that for me to enjoy like at the time it's awesome but like for, for three hours of enjoyment four days of pain isn't really worth it in my opinion so it's i'm the worst person on a hangover mate yeah. i am awful on a hangover like the world i feel the world is crumbling around me and the world hates me yeah. but no completely like like so imagine if you drink every friday you have a bit of a session every friday like like a lot of people do yeah and that's fine they're not really recovered good. and ready to go till potentially tuesday wednesday yeah, yeah. and they're gonna drink friday again do you know what I mean you're never you're, you're you got one day you're fresh Th- thursday's go- thursday's leg day <laughs> Jerry, but like, but like, you're never gonna make progress because you're always chasing your tail because you're never you're never fresh no. so that's one thing where like i do feel for a lot of people who try and and get in great shape, but they try and like balance a a big social life with the gym, 
it, it's got to be a tiny bit of sacrifice there if you do want to achieve um, like the great levels of a, of, a, of a really, really great aspiring physique. And I'm sure you're aware that with, with alcohol, you make poor decisions when you're drunk. Like <laughs> we're talking about women or food. I'm married. Every, every, every aspect. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell some stories, but we won't go into yeah, This is a PG podcast. We, we might yeah. chill. <laughs> but no, but like with food, like if you're drunk, that kebab on the way home, that McDonald's, that, that Domino's is, is very, very tempting. I, I, if I am going out and getting drunk, there's a, a high possibility I'm ordering Domino's. Especially next day, a Macadese breakfast is probably getting ordered as well. Next thing I know, I've probably had, including the drink, seven to 10,000 calories in the space of an evening and a morning. And all calories that your body is not going to utilize or do no. anything whatsoever with. Yeah, your body's going to go, this is getting stored as fat, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah literally so it's not exactly going to be aiding performance and i think it's one of those things it's being aware of like how that infects your inhibitions because it has such a negative impact not just like the day you're drinking but the next day when you feel like shit and you're in a a, a, a sort of pity potty of feeling crap and you feel sorry for yourself chances are as you said you're going to be like you're going to be ordering takeaways you're going to be eating crap food you can do it from the start of the day and then the whole day writes off and then you're at monday morning feeling guilty again like probably 99 percent of the population are um and that's where you just need to get yourself out that like bad loop and realize that you consciously control what you eat and like food or alcohol doesn't control you and i think that's a very empowering thing when people realize that they have that control and you don't have to quote unquote conform to society of go out and get leathered every friday night if you don't necessarily want to yeah 100 well that's the that's the thing like why is it supposedly normal why is it not normal to, to not drink like like why is it frowned upon to, to not drink it just doesn't make any sense to me like oh i'm choosing to do this 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 healthy this healthy thing and not drink and then you get abuse for it it's like yeah. hang on a minute i'm actually like, looking after my body i want to go i want to like like go to bed at a sensible time i want to eat good food i want to take care of my body it's the only one i've got and you're giving me shit for it like it just doesn't make any sense to me 100 percent. but that the irony is that those same people will be the same people who'll be asking you for help in terms of like Oh, how do you like, like say with you, how are you so strong? How do you lift this? Or how do you look like a certain way? And like, well, you know, remember that time I told you not to be like doing those flaming Sambucas and all the other stuff you do. Those sort of things do add up. And I think that's the reality that people need to be aware of. And hmm. um, in terms of from your own side of things, like I've got my own personal choices of the rare occasion that I do drink. Do you have anything uh, that you tend to steer towards if you're on a, like a health conscious option. If I'm being sensible. Yeah, if you're being sensible. <laughs> Which, as we said, once you start the inhibitions, guys, probably not going to last long. Uh, no, to be fair, I am pretty like most times I'm sensible, and it will be vodka, lime soda, or gin and tonic. Hands down, hands down. Um, get me on holiday, cocktails all day. Just I love a cocktail. <laughs> but like, if I'm being sensible, I'm going out around like like in the UK. Like, like I think you say you and me went for dinner. Yeah, vodka, lime soda, gin and tonic. That's, that's, it's like the lowest amount of calories you can, you can probably get in a drink um, that, I, that I think tastes good. What about yourself? Yeah, it's generally what I recommend. The, the two that I would push for people to do. So in terms of like a low calorie option would always be uh, a clear spirit mm-hmm. and like a, a diet mixer. So from if you're in like a fat loss phase and it's your primary goal, I would suggest that's the option to go for. So something like vodka, diet coke um gin and slimline tonic those sort of things mm-hmm. i don't know you probably have the same thing where you are like i end up having endless arguments when i'm overseas about like slimline tonic they don't understand what i'm talking about like the sugar-free one 
Uh, <laughs> that, that can be a complicated process sometimes in Spain. And then um, the other thing I've become very aware of, uh, particularly after doing a lot of work with and a few podcasts with Camilla Gray, who's one of the previous episodes on here, talking about digestive health mm-hmm. and the effect of uh, sugar-free drinks and uh, the negative effect they can have on gut health and gut microbiome is like huge. So one of the things I've uh, started to do, if I actually want to, is actually have a glass of red wine. And the fact that it actually is full of antioxidants and actually mm-hmm. has, there is some research to show it has uh, positive effects on gut health, like mm-hmm. within small quantities, not the whole bottle. Um, so that's something that I have become more lenient with. And particularly, apparently, it's only red wine, so not white girl rosé for anyone out there who's into that. Um but that's something I'm leaning more towards. Maybe an age thing as well. But uh, as you get older, no oh, man, not a nice bottle of Malbec. I can't can't complain with. <laughs> so those are probably my main go tos, to be fair. But I think it's a, a slippery slope that people need to understand. That, in my opinion, I prefer people either to enjoy themselves, let the hair down, or don't have it at all. Like it's very much one or the other would be my approach. Because I think if you have one, you tend to then start to want more and more and more. So if you, you either have three or four or you you don't bother and i think it's trying to factor that in for most people to say like the best time to do that is save it for special occasions so like i don't know birthdays weddings whatever like if if you're going to special 100 percent, do whatever you want enjoy yourself um but like if you're sitting at home on a wednesday evening like cracking open a few beers and sitting there on your own like it's probably not the greatest thing you could be doing in terms of your your fat loss progress in terms of drinking a couple of bottles of red wine i think that's something that a lot of people probably got caught up to with the lockdown situation as well being stuck at home so i'm not sure if that's something you see maybe with your clients more people struggling with oh completely yeah completely so this be this actually leads into a good question i was thinking to ask you so obviously a lot of people that even midweek weekends they would use even a, a glass of a glass of wine or a beer as a stress reliever, a psychological benefit I've had a long day i just want a, a glass of wine i just want a beer but obviously, we're sort of saying here that like not best for your fat loss goals, not best for your muscle goals. What remedies or stress relieving activities or ideas do you give? Do you give clients to help them if they're like if they have a long day at work, they're stressed, they're not maybe not even enjoying work, or they're in a stressful situation, and they just want to have a beer, maybe on a, like on a Tuesday on a Wednesday, and you're like, look, actually, I recommend to do this instead. What would be things you'd go to? Completely depends on individual. So like, it depends on. I'd ask them like, what is literally the favorite thing you like doing? So if you like playing on table tennis, for example, go and play table tennis for an hour and like, just forget about life or play computer games or whatever it is you like doing. So like for me, for example, be like training, I switch off because I just forget about everything else. Like something where you have to intently focus on something that you actually enjoy doing. You'll forget about the stuff that you don't want to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's very much what I try to recommend to people. I think, um, it sounds a bit corny. Obviously you can't really do it so much in the UK uh, in the winter, but I think getting outside in nature and going for a walk is very, very good. Like leaving your phone in your car or at home um, is one of the best things people can do to almost like clear their mind sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we often don't, don't allow ourselves to do. And obviously myself and Wade were talking for the podcast, how we both work for ourselves, work from home. Like we both went and worked to a coffee shop today for a bit because like, sitting at home sitting obviously it's amazing working yourself and working from home but sitting on your own all day is a very like I, I like isolated i like being on my own i like like isolation within reason but it's sometimes nice to see other humans and in particular after the lockdown i think people probably appreciate that more than ever so i think 
getting outside and moving around and seeing different things to stimulate you visually, mentally, I think is very, very important. I think that's a change of scenery. I think could do people a lot of good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree. My, like my recommendation is hundred percent changes, change of scenery, like depending on where it is, but like get to the gym, obviously coffee shops open until bloody like eight at night. Now get yourself to a coffee shop, just get yourself out of the, situation so if it is you're at home you you go home and you're associating that with relaxation and drinking like don't put yourself in that like get yourself somewhere else have a bit of stress reliever get to a to a different place like just i agree with you gym's my place like i would just go i'm just gonna go to, go to the gym like what's a what's a 24-hour gyms now like what 15 pounds a month yeah nothing like yeah. Even, even just going like walk on a treadmill and do and just listen to a podcast listen to me and wade or like do, do something because one of the best things I find like I'm now that I never leave home I've now got a cross trainer at home as well and I find actually like I do cardio fast in the morning but what I do is I'll get up very early I do like work for an hour or two and then I'll do that and I find if something's really pissed me off first thing in the morning if I go and exercise that's one of the best ways to alter my mindset and change me and by the time I've finished the, the session that I'm doing I've completely forgotten about whatever it was I was stressing about. And that's one of the best ways to alter your mindset. I'm like we talking about earlier. If, if you have to do something where you're inherently focused, like you won't be able to think about whatever the problem is or whatever it is just stressing you about and you forget about it. And something I like to say, is like, you have to think like about problems or like challenges in life is like, well, this matter of five minutes, five weeks, five months, five years. If it's not five years, then like realistically don't give a shit. Like just forget about it. Cause like it's easier said than done, but, um, that's the reality of it. We are at most, I think probably 99% of the stress we have is stuff that's probably only going to be bothering us for the next like five minutes or five weeks. Realistically, is much many issues in life going to be lasting five months, five years? Probably not. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. So like, yeah, like I'm like that. I'm all about like positive daily habits as well. I know you're probably, you're probably pretty big on that. Like having, having your good routines and set, be it morning routines, be it nighttime routines, just having yourself in a, in a positive, positive mindset, positive routine. So one thing that, that helps me stay in a good way is um, starting with a win. So like I have this thing, the way you don't, I don't snooze. And it's a, it's a Bedros, you know, you obviously, you know, Bedros. So it's a Bedros thing. He's like, like, imagine if you started your day every day where you, we start with a weakness. You were like, I'm not going to wake up now. I'm going to, I'm going to, snooze you know what i mean you're starting every day with a weak act you're failing before you start yeah the rest of the day is not off the joe is high potential that you're gonna let a lot of things get you that they where if you start off with a good day right i've set my arm for this time i'm proving to myself i can get up i, I start with a win next thing you know brilliant then you start racking up these wins and wins and wins like early morning the rest of your day is going to be easy from there like i'm an advocate of a cold shower in the morning start with a win like you get it, it it's horrible. <laughs> I haven't got the minerals. I haven't got the minerals for it. I've been, I've been, have you done it? Uh, I've done an ice bath. I did, I want to tore my hamstring in an ice bath every day for a week. And I think it's mentally scarred me. Um, I just, I just can't, I, I actually was reading a lot of research about uh, cold showers and fat loss. And I was reading like a lot of studies on fat loss, trying to optimize fat loss. Yeah. And it, there's a lot to be said about brown fat adipose tissue and it aiding fat loss. And, I just, I'll, I'll let you know when I try. I might, uh, a YouTube video coming soon, maybe. I'll be like <laughs> screaming. You'll be able to hear me wherever you live in like Weybridge, wherever it is. Uh, Weybridge. Yeah, but I'm not far, so yeah. I'm probably <laughs> yeah, but so my thing on that is like, right, so I start my day with like a massive win, 
I don't sleep in. Alarm up, I'm in. Next thing, the hardest part of my day is stepping into that cold shower. Like, I hate doing it. It's not fun. How long have you been doing that for? Nine months, nine, ten months. Every day. I might miss it like once or twice, like like if like if the missus is around or something like that. But like majority of the time, like Monday to Friday, hundred percent. Weekend depends what I'm doing. <laughs> You're a weekday warrior of the cold shower. Yeah, you basically basically weekend weekends do what you want. Um, uh, but yeah, then wake up. Then the hardest part of my day is stepping foot in that, and I'm like, geeing yourself up. Like here we go, come on. Once I get done, like the rest of the shit that gets thrown at me and like you and I we were talking earlier, the amount of shit that gets thrown to us on a daily basis. I'm like, well, ah, it's not as bad as that shower I had this morning. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's um, like, you can't have the light of the day that the darkness of night, like you have to have contrast in life because if everything was fine and dandy and rosy all the time, it wouldn't feel like that anyway, because you wouldn't know what something difficult would feel like or something bad would feel like. So you realistically need, shit it is at the time shit things to happen to you so you can appreciate the good times um and it's i think a lot of people sometimes think that no matter i don't know whoever their favorite trainer is or celebrity or whatever that these people have these lives with no issues the reality is they probably do have a lot of issues they have probably big big wins and big losses and that's why a lot of them end up having sort of mental issues because it's probably one extreme to completely the other mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh, oh completely completely um so that's what's all it's all coming with like trying to like mitigate as, as much as possible and just just be aware of your of, of your situations and your kind of like like surroundings like a powerful thing that you will like if you've never said said no before like to to social drinking or to like like going out from those like the first time you say no is a really powerful thing like you know what no i'm not gonna have the drink or i'm gonna have a water um it's a really powerful thing to have and like Yes, you may have that immediate, I don't know, like like stigma with, with your friend or your partner or whatever. But then like the next day you're like, I'm so happy I said no. John, I'm, so, I'm not hungover. I feel great. I'm ready to train. My food's been on point. My body's loving me and stuff like that. And that's one of the most positive things Like I think a lot of people can experience that, that don't. That's the, the, the power of saying no. But everyone just goes, oh, I'll just say yes. I don't want, I don't want the, an issue. I'll just say yes and I'll always go with it. Whereas actually if you just like stood up for yourself a little bit going no you know what i don't i don't want to drink no i don't want a, that pizza i want i want to stick to my meal i want to stick to this i want to stick to that and then like you say the habits and the stuff that go on from that on and on and on will lead to just a much better success long term 100 it's one of those things like um in human nature we inherently want to do things that are short-term enjoyable but long-term like are very very bad for us and the things that are short-term are horrendously painful for us like cold showers uh, are very good for us long term. So we have to think normally like short term pain, long term gain. That expression, like it's so true. If you think about anything when it comes to sticking to your diet, like tr- like let's not, let's not beat around the bush. Like proper training is fucking hard. And at the time you're like, this is horrendous. But like afterwards, the feeling of accomplishment afterwards after beasting a training session is awesome. Mm-hmm. And knowing that you didn't quit and let yourself down, and it's very much similar to what you're saying about not snoozing when your alarm goes off, like the biggest battle you're ever going to have is with yourself and like you ultimately know whether you cheat yourself out of like what you can achieve or not um, and whether you gave up or not. And that's something you either have to live with or you don't. I think you're going a bit off topic here, but I think that's something very much that people probably need to comprehend. And I think people 
once once they start to see as you said like progress almost within their day or within their life like you get momentum and like success speeds breed success and you can start stacking those wins on top of each other and then you realize that you don't have to be the sort of person that's going to let yourself down you can be the sort of person who you can rely on yourself to achieve what you want you just need to like set yourself up for that almost within the, the daily habits you create for yourself oh mate completely like this you could not work could not have worded that, that better myself mate that's that's awesome yeah um, so some finishing words in terms of uh drinking their way to wrap things up in terms of fitness fat loss yeah. and uh what would your finishing words be and what is your favorite drink no like whatever you oh, want whatever whatever i want oh. for beers and spirits as well oh, okay. well and cocktail i know you like cocktail. The finishing words would be like one or two is not going to hurt you right one one or two um if you fancy like one or two on, on a weekend something like that it's not going to hurt you just make sure you equate for your ca- equate for your calories right um if you are gonna go on a, like regular drinking four plus five plus drinks a week you probably need to sort of like re reevaluate, re-look at yourself, reassess your goals and make sure that your goals are aligned with your, with your habits you're going through. So if you're going to be drinking in excess of that a week, like you're going to be making your fat loss muscle building journey much, much harder. Um, favorite drinks, right? Beer wise, I'm a big fan of just the Corona, right? I really like, I like a bottle of beer. I love a, Gassy, love a bottle of beer. yeah. Um, that I mean, mate, I'm really like a three depends on mood I'm in. So very much like an old fashioned, okay, cocktail. Very much like an old fashioned. It was a bit more of a, like a sophisticated evening. Bottle of Malbec with dinner, or then I'm a very much fan of a mojito. It's eh, a good choice. It's a good yeah, choice. Not bad. What, about, what about you then? You uh, so any like no whole spark, what would you go with? Okay, so, uh, cocktail wise, espresso martini because I'm a caffeine addict. The thing is, with espresso martini, you can get some terrible espresso. Mar- like, you can you no, know, as soon as you look at it, it's like piss. Uh, literally, I just like it's a fucking waste of money. Um, so normally, if you go to like an all inclusive resort, a lot of them can be pretty crap. But if you mm-hmm. have a decent espresso martini, it's very calorie dense and it's full of caffeine, and it's banging, it's really, really good. So, I'd highly recommend that. And I like chewing the coffee beans on top. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's, that's probably my highlight. Yeah, getting the even bigger caffeine fix there. <laughs> and then uh, spirits, uh, other spirits-wise would be gin and tonic. I find incredibly refreshing, but I, d- I wouldn't really drink that in England. I like it when it's hot. And yeah. then beer-wise, I'm not really a beer drinker, but I do like maybe like a San Miguel or something like that, I think, on draft. And I tell you what, the best best place to drink beers abroad. You only get like a chill. Yeah, a chill and yeah. Cold glass. <laughs> so you're like, this, this is what I need. This is, this is it. I'll take that, the San Miguel and also it was Hoff House, Beer House in Munich or whatever it is, one of the big beer halls there. I think it's the biggest beer hall in the world. That was pretty sick, wherever it was there. Weiser Beer? No, 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 I haven't been to Oktoberfest. Mate, we should go. Obviously not this year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 2021. 2021, it's going to be, yeah, we'll arrange it. Um, I'm in 100%. So, and we'll document it for... uh, fat loss purposes of how to stay shredded in Oktoberfest. I'm not quite sure how that but They've got some awesome gyms. Get shredded first, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to wrap things up there, where's best for anyone to find out about you, Wade, your, your podcast? Uh, um, so, so my podcast is the Beers and Biceps podcast uh, with Wade Foster, me. Um, lighthearted fitness podcast, basically is kind of the premise of it. But if you want to hit me up on Instagram, it's at Coach Wade Foster. Awesome. Absolute pleasure to have you on, buddy. I hope everyone absolutely loved the podcast here. Please share it to your stories. 
make sure you hit the subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. And if you need any help in terms of getting shredded whilst enjoying the odd alcoholic drink, if you want that, then hit the link below the podcast and you can apply for one-to-one coaching or join the Shred Nate program. So thank you very much for your time, dude. And I'll catch up with you soon.